0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Munden. For those of you guys who are new here, some quick links to reference are my Patreon, where you can sign up for as little as $1 a month for exclusive podcast episodes. Just Google search Forrest Munden and Patreon, it'll pop right up. Secondly, I have my Instagram, which is Munden, M-U-N-D-E-N underscore Forrest with two R's. Also, you can follow me there. My podcast is available on all platforms, iTunes, Audible, Google, everything. Check it out. Glad to have you here. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Backbuilders podcast. I think this is episode 100. Not really sure. Let's just say it's episode 100. That'd be fantastic to do this episode um, right now, but... Just got back from Denmark, had a really unique experience there, by far one of the most beautiful countries that I've ever experienced in my entire life, but I'll save that for another episode. The background to this podcast is a new band that I recently found on my Discover Weekly. It is called Hugar, H-U-G-A-R, and the song is called Lost. So moving forward, I'd like to thank our Newest patron supporters, Viking Frederick, Brian Graham, and Amon Myers. Thanks for joining the Patreon. So, this episode is a long time coming, not because I haven't talked about it before, but I haven't talked about it specifically before. I've hinted towards talking about reality and consciousness, but never have I done a full episode about it. Now, the question that I'm going to attempt to answer and probably fail at it miserably, but humor me for this episode and just let me know what you think. Now, what is reality? I don't know. (laughs) I don't have a fucking clue what reality is. I've only begun to scratch the surface as to what reality actually is and how it is a part of my life or rather how I am a part of its. Now, man has been answering this question or attempting to answer this question about what is reality since forever and we've been attempting to answer the question of what is consciousness now conscious and reality go hand in hand obviously some would argue differently but i've come to realize that our consciousness is reality i don't think there's any real difference between the two i think what we perceive as reality is actually our perception of our own consciousness i'm not really sure how to (sighs) verbalize that any further because what I've noticed when you're talking about something like consciousness and reality, the English language or language in general is very, very limited. Meaning that what we say is only as describable as our ability to describe it through language. And when you're talking about something like language, something, I mean, something about like reality, something so profound something so ethereal, something so mystic, it's impossible to fully encapsulate and and describe something so untangible, something so unreal. So I have come to realize that I am a mystical being operating within a physical realm, meaning um, that there is a magical part of me within this physical fleshy body that is still able to link up or rather tether itself to some type of ethereal energetic realm. And me being a current human, meaning that I'm not going to be human forever, um, I can use this mystical tether to alter the reality around me. Now, man, I think, is very, very confused as to what reality actually is, not because we don't understand it, because we experience reality every second of every day. It's it's going to the grocery store, It's it's visiting with your friends and family, it's Depression, it's struggle, it's joy, it's it's laughter, it's the trees, it's the wind, it's all of those things. But I think that man is only now starting to realize, or maybe he never did, or maybe he never will. Or but I, I've noticed that the mainstream consciousness is starting to rise to a point to where we can realize that, especially within the solar sphere, that we are the curators of our own realities. Now, I made a post a couple days ago when I was in Denmark and I said that you don't really create your own realities. That's not your job as a human. You don't create your own realities. You simply choose the realities in their infinite complexities and you choose which one you want to partake in. Meaning that every choice that you make has this mystical, everlasting power behind it. The smallest of choices, the choices that you think are worthless, meaningless, the choices that you don't even notice anymore are a, a, a superpower. And what you're actually doing is you're choosing the reality that you want to experience. Okay? So when I choose not to go to the gym for months and months at a time, I choose the reality Of being weaker, I choose the reality of being softer. When I choose to spend all of my money on something that I shouldn't be spending my money on, I am making a conscious choice to pick the reality that supports the idea and the confirmations that I've given it that I choose to be poor. When I feel like I am depressed, when I feel like I am defeated, when I feel like I am beaten down, the reality. The world, the consciousness, the universe, whatever you want to call it, affirms that negative affirmation and it doesn't know what you want verbally. It only knows what you feel. When you feel that you are all those things, those negative aspects of yourself, the universe will affirm that feeling if you go through each and every single day telling yourself that you are a failure the universe will tell you actually the universe will gift you failure clearly that's what you desire because that's what you feel right if you understand that reality and consciousness are one and the same you can also understand that your feeling is an aspect of consciousness and reality so when you feel think of feeling as an affirmation You're giving information to the cosmos, telling it what you want. Feeling equals desire. If I feel victory, if I feel strength, if I feel wealth, sooner or later, the universe will affirm strength, victory, and wealth. It's a very, very strange thing to think about it, but I think that the universe wants to experience itself through you. It's not you experiencing the universe. It's the universe experiencing itself through you. When you understand that concept, whether it's true or not, it's still a great source of power. Because if you tell yourself, the universe uses me to experience wealth, then wealth will come to you in one form or another. That doesn't mean it's going to rain millions of dollars upon your head. You know, it doesn't mean you're going to wake up with a million dollars in your bank account, but it will mean that it will put you on the track to affirming the reality of wealth. It will put you on the track to affirming the reality of victory and strength. This is why the solar sphere is so powerful because it's not about just aesthetics. It's not just about beauty. It's not just about building a better life. It's about building a better feeling. It's about building a better reality. It's about together picking and choosing a reality that all benefits us as man and woman. You know, for the last several decades... I think that men and women have been profoundly weak and profoundly distracted, really more so after the uh, after the early 2000s. I would say after 2006, things started going downhill. We started getting more distracted, more lethargic, uh, more fat, more overweight. And there was this like Western agreement that we were all going to go downhill, that we were going to take this negative path. But I would say over the last year, I've seen entire community change thousands and thousands of life just because we agreed to have the same feeling. This is the feeling of strength, wealth, victory, and a common purpose, a purpose in general. We choose to feel that the universe wants us. We choose to feel that we're here for a reason. When you choose to feel that the universe doesn't give a fuck about you, when you choose to feel that you're here for no reason, as if you're just like, this speck of dust floating through this cosmic realm the universe will affirm that feeling and tell you and confirm through <laughs> coincidences if you will or like you know different things that you've noticed or, or the way that people treat you want to say okay you feel like you're you're a piece of shit you feel like you're worthless fucking fine you're 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 worthless you're you're without meaning you're lost it says fine and it's, 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 I don't know. I've, I've always contemplated reality and I've always contemplated consciousness and like my experience as a human. And I, 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 once at a point in time, I would say about five years ago, I hated not really so much being alive, but, but not knowing why I was alive, not knowing why I was here. I think that's what really, really bothered me. In combination of not knowing what happens after I die, but I guess I can answer those two questions right now by telling myself and telling you that I think that this physical realm, which is Earth, is a testing ground. And all the Christians and all the you know followers of the Abrahamic religions will say, "Well, duh, you know, you're judged, and and then uh, you know you you're here to conduct yourself." in a certain way and then you know you die and then you reach the pearly gates and you're judged you know you go to heaven or hell but i think that's the mythological aspect of it that shouldn't be taken too literally i think it's more complicated than that i think it's more less literal than that i i think that is true and i think that that is a very palatable way to put what happens after we die and i think the right which is profound to think about but I think it's more than that. Nonetheless, the current experience of being a man is it's a testable subject. I think that there are beings or energies out there that watch what you do, watch how you operate throughout this earthly realm, and they will judge you after you pass on to the next life. Now, I don't believe that after you die that the you know, consciousness just ends. Ends. I think it it's altered. I think it changes back to its previous state, which is what we were before we were born. But this just goes to prove my point that what we do here matters and that there are people or rather things that are watching us that want us to succeed because they give us the tools that we need to succeed through our feelings. When you feel, the, the idea of feeling something is already profound the idea that like chemicals can arise within you that make you feel something something so powerful like anger or sadness or happiness is already magical in and of itself that feeling is something that is already a tool that we can use to choose our realities but most of the people just see their feelings as impulses something that should be disregarded but i think your feelings is a guiding light i think our feelings are are often too disregarded or, I don't know, I think there's something more to the idea of feeling that I'm not really quite grasping it, but when you really think about what a feeling actually is, and it's, and it's annoying to keep saying feeling because it's such a weak word to describe the human experience of emotion. It can mean so many different things. I can feel hungry. I can feel like I want to go on a walk. I can feel like I miss somebody. I can feel like I want to see the sun on my face. But like, I want to feel as if something is feeling through me. As if I'm a catalyst for feeling the universe or rather the universe feeling me i'm not really sure what it is yet i'm not really sure if this is making any sense but i don't know i spent a lot of time in europe and i spent a lot of time looking around at these freaking profoundly ancient and old churches and and buildings and areas and you know uh, museums about like viking ships and stuff like that and i see these beings who never really were here and they never really had left but rather they understood something that I think a lot of Westerners forgot, that their life matters. And you could see this through their work. You know, they left us gifts in these churches. Every church was six, seven, eight hundred years old from eight lifetimes ago. And every corner of that church was profoundly detailed with artistic carvings and, and paintings and all this stuff like that. And these people knew that what they did echoed in eternity forever and that what they wanted to do was inspire the feeling of awe in everybody who came into that church from now until when that church fell. 800 years later I walk into that church and I still feel the same feeling of awe that they probably felt 800 years ago walking into that church. So That goes to show you that the feeling of awe or the feeling of joy or astonishment or happiness or is it's that is everlasting this is why glory is such a uh, profound idea to me the idea that man can conduct himself in such a way in a way so heroic so godlike that it can inspire a feeling in men for thousands and thousands of years leonidas and the spartans alexander the great julius caesar jesus christ they all inspire feelings of us that echo through reality through reality to reach us to where we are right here right now that's a profound thought and if you understand that feeling is timeless and if you also understand that feeling is a tool to choose realities god man you're a powerhouse you're a superstar in this world. So what is reality? I have no idea. I don't know what reality is. I'll never know what reality is. I think that if anybody tells you that they know what reality is, 100%, they are either just lying to impress you or they're trying to sell you something. I don't think there will ever be, ever, ever be a day in my life where I can fully comprehend and I can fully explain what reality is until that moment that I die. I will only know what reality is when I'm dead. And I don't think that death is to be feared anymore. At what point in time I had this profound fear of death. A profound feeling of fear of death. Because I didn't know what happened on the other side. But now that I kind of have a general understanding that we're here for a reason. That life is a test. And that death is merely the next chapter of life. I'm able to live like I originally wanted to like i want like i i'm now able to live again freely like i was as a child when you had no concept of death you had no concept of time you had no concept of anything except your own current and present moment and you know i look back to how i felt as a kid there's that word again felt as a kid i had no concept of time zero Like night and day meant nothing to me except daytime is when I went outside and played and nighttime is when I slept. That was it. No, No perception of time. And the fact that I remember the feeling of no perception of time is already a gift in and of itself. But it's very interesting to think about. But, you know, I see a lot of people within this sphere arguing or debating or clarifying what reality actually is, and I think that it's really important that we get on the same level, and I think we're doing a pretty good job at it, as in understanding that reality is a shareable experience because in one way or another, we are profoundly connected, connected in ways that we can never possibly imagine. This connection being that of feeling and this connection being things of like You know following your gut or your intuition there's a reason why people say follow your gut follow that feeling because that feeling is a perception that you have not yet been able to understand so i will conclude this episode by telling you that i think i've reached a new point in consciousness when i under i you know at at one point in time, and this is part of the process, right? This is a part of the process of growing up and maturing and, and, and overcoming philosophical barriers where you're like, I don't want to feel anything at all because I need to be focused. I need to be razor sharp. And then you're like, I want to feel everything. And then you're, you know, you're like the hippie guy. You just want to love everybody. And you're like, I I feel everything. And then all of a sudden you get to this middle ground where you're like, or you go back into like this abysmal spot within yourself where you're like feeling everything within the negative and then you're feeling with everything in the positive. But now I'm understanding that the universe uses me to experience different aspects of reality. And my feeling is a tool, a, uh, a pulley system, if you will, pulls me in the right direction. This is why I always tell you guys. And I never really knew what I was saying until now. But that feeling that you get within your gut, that feeling that pulls you towards something, that career that 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 ambition that passion that uh that woman that man wouldn't no matter what it is something that feeling that you get that that religion that spirit spirituality that something that you feel something and you want to go in that direction but you don't know why because you either haven't thought about it or, or it feels crazy but there's something within you that is telling you that you have to go that way Because there's something over there that you need to get. You may not see it now. You may not see it tomorrow. You may not even see it in a fucking month. But there's a reason why you want to go that direction. There's a reason why you feel like you have to go down that path. Because there's something you have to learn. But you're never going to get there unless you tell yourself the truth about your feelings. The more you operate within a truthful realm, the more you operate within a realm of true feeling, of paying attention and really, really being awake and opening your eyes, feeling the universe that's when you're on the right path, man. That's when you're going to get to where you need to get. When you can feel it properly without over-feeling or under-feeling or over-emphasizing these feelings or getting too excited. When you could tell yourself the truth about your feelings, that's when you get on the path. And when you get off the path, when you ignore those feelings, when you ignore that call to adventure, that's when you're punished with feeling. You feel bad because you know you got off that path. You feel bad when you don't go to the gym because you know that you're getting off the path. You feel bad when you abandon that person because you know that it puts you off the path. We need to get to a point where we act like feelings are just some like weird experience that is like worthless or is to be ignored. There's this idea that stoicism is uh, is an experience a philosophy of not feeling, but rather it is a philosophy of choosing what to feel and how to follow those feelings. I know you know when you're off the path because I know when I know when I'm off the path. Because when I'm off the path of strength and victory and wealth, I'm punished with a bad feeling. It's strange how that works. But I think it's there for a reason. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And I hope you guys enjoy your Sunday. I don't know if this episode offered you anything really of importance, but I hope it did. It's just something that's very, very difficult to put it into words. But I hope that you appreciate my, uh, I don't know, my attempt. And if I offered you even a nugget, of value from this episode. That's good enough for me. All right. Feel your way through the world, guys. It'll get you to great places. I promise. Have a good one.